up, y'all? Thank you for joining me again on the spot. You know, um, we got another special episode today, man. I told you, man, you never know who can drop by, man. Um, I got my two boys here with me. You know, I know from the rap industry, you know, um, coming from this industry, we, we've been through a lot. I've known these dudes for a lot of time. They put in a lot of work. Um, I got my boy uh, right here, a.k.a. Thought. Yes, sir. Strong man's Phil here, a.k.a. 50 Blunts. Dig what I'm saying, man. Let them know where you're from, man. Let the people know where you're from, man. Where you grow up, man. What's your neck of the woods, bro? <clears throat> Grew up in Woody, California, about 50 minutes from downtown, up to 5, 605 Conjunction Function. Um, grew up in Woody my whole life, from 41, was raised at Presbyterian Hospital. Grew up to a middle-class family with my mother and my dad. My mom my mom grew up in uh, across the street in South Central University. My dad grew up in Pico Rivera. I grew up middle class. I had the best parent. I had the best dad in the world. So I mean, I can't complain too much on that end with my parents because they did everything they could for me. But at some point, we had to become our own man. I took the things I learned from school, things I learned from the streets, things I learned from music, and they just applied it to my life. And I used that to, as an escape plan. But like I said, once before, many times, I didn't make it out quite per se. But it could be, you know, say it could be better, but it could be worse. Right. right. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Just coming out with you. If you don't know Obama, you should, and if you don't, you know, you stop hating. Hmm. <laughs> so, man, where you from, man? What's your neck of the woods, bro? Uh, from Whittier, right around the corner from Ray. Uh, born in East LA, uh, White Memorial Hospital. Grew up single mother, three kids, uh, four kids actually, three sisters, only only son. Um, you know, good mother. You know, father wasn't there, but my mom was like my dad. You know what I mean? Taught me the rights and wrongs, prepared me for life. You know. This is all about how I'll make of it, you know. So, well, so far so good. You know what I mean? <laughs> Gonna make a change. How'd y'all meet, man? Like, what, what, what's y'all friendship like? Like, where, 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 where y'all? Honestly, yeah, like. I, it, you that thing, you know? I knew, I knew a boy for uh, twenty-two. I could say twenty-two years plus. Um, right. my memory is the first time I met him is around the time he was DJing at a uh, backyard party. This is one of the times. Video was cracking with backyard, you know, hit up the pager, get the info, go out there, you know what I mean? Everybody meet up, follow up, you know what I mean? Grew up in the pager era. But um, I remember uh, he, he was DJing, you know, good, you know, hip-hop music. That's when hip-hop was, my heart was genuine, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, I won't say that, but I still had, I still had tracks to ladies, too, but, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah, you know, he had the R&B hits and all that. And um, I remember... um. I believe he didn't have a microphone at the time, and um, he declared a rap battle, and then so everybody got up, but then he used, I think it was a broken uh, earphone as a microphone, right? Exactly. So, yep, exactly what we got back there. So, <laughs> anyway, hip-hop, unless you actually freestyle and you were doing it through a mic and not just a real mic using the headphones, yep. the <laughs> yeah, and it ain't about you know, I ain't you know, throwing shade on how they consider rap battles nowadays because a lot of it's pre wrote. But this was back in the days when you go up there and you're dissing on what the cat's wearing. You know what I mean? What you know personally about them, you know, on the spot type freestyle, you know, right. off the dome. You know what I mean? So it was, but you know. At the time, it was a lot harder because I had just got a job at Ross. So I would stay late at Ross and then you have to have FOMO. I'd get out like at 12, 31 in the morning and go to the party after and you over trying to balance. Who's this cornball looking like? <laughs> at the time, I didn't think about it, but I could have flipped that gimmick, like me and Mr. GQ pack, you know? <clears throat> they would come in, they would start, they would just start clowning, but like, I mean, it was, it was more, it was more fun for me because it's more of a challenge, like, and I know you're going to say, like, you know, 
Yeah. I know something. So like like I said, twenty two years plus, and he's sitting right next to me, still my boy. You know what I mean? Ride or die. We used to make we used to make mixtapes off the old school karaoke machine in Grandma's Garage. Yeah. We made mixtapes off real mixed tapes, like the old school TDK track. We hit record and we still have the microphone right there, the karaoke. I remember when my boy uh we just played in, I think it was the Connie 2001. Um the CD was all instrumentals. We just popped it in and this was back in the days where you put a little bit of toilet paper inside of the tape, recording over the home the homie's mom's Kurt Franklin tape. Sorry about that. Me and him must have battled over a billion times, I guess, whether we were faded, doing we were just, just rapping. We battled a, like a billion times over the doing it while being. I had the yeah. single and we used to play the beat. Uh, yeah. State of Brother, State of Brothers uh, parking lot. Yeah, we used to just go at it for hours on that same beat. We were like, man, doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We ain't doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, you know, I too. talk about I talk about the, the the difference between the younger generation and the generation we grew up in. Um, you know, <clears throat> we grew up with the with the with the with the two thousands. You know, what I'm saying early early two thousands to the nineties. Um, we can even go all the way to the early nineties with Dust Effects and all of them. Kind of, you know, what I'm saying so. I'm, I'm from nineties. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm all the way. You know, what I'm saying I'm all the way there. I'm all the way there. I'm, those are the, all three eras I grew up in, which I consider the greatest eras of music. We'll get into that later, but. Again, the, 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 of course not. But like I said, we'll, we'll get into that. But the 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 whole thing is is like <clears throat> the younger generation feels that we we hate on them. We we don't like their music. We don't understand. We don't we don't get. We we don't rock with them like that. And you know, in my opinion, I I, I believe it's just a, it's not an understanding between the two. Um, <clears throat> again. I come from, so I, I'm not, I don't think I'm supposed to understand this younger generation. You have sent me things, countless things to listen to. You'll put me on to a lot of new artists. You'll put me on to a lot of new artists. Carday, um, we're talking about Simba, we're talking about, you know, a lot of people that you you put me on. I told you, I don't listen to anything past, what, 2012. Yeah, we, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, <laughs> I said, we, we linked up. so much. Yeah, we linked up. I didn't listen to anything past 2012. I couldn't get a chance, but, you know. What's the separation? What do you guys believe is divide between this new generation and the generation we grew up in? I think the same same thing for my parents and your parents. They was listening to their music and their parents were telling what about their music. Yeah. It, you know, it, it's just the same thing. That's all. It's just uh, the same devil's different level. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I believe it's like that in a sense, but maybe more so now that as time goes on, mm-hmm. like this, uh, this newer generation. And I hate to sound like so my age, I'm 41, but younger generation they just they took it to the next level of not giving an f old dog from where we were at to a whole new level where it's like now they're just before we were able to make mistakes and learn from them and grow now you don't even get the chance to make the mistake and if you right. do it's already too late mm-hmm. and if you do get the mistake and they caught you on it that's what <coughs> cancel you for right like you're not allowed to grow and make mistakes that's what you're supposed to be as a human being if you can't you can't do something no, i'm not so one way about this one you know, one year in my life and then I get older, and now I feel I'm a lot more emotional and compassionate in my older age. Being a father, having a son, you know, like just no matter what it is, the compassion just comes to the simple fact that 
Oh, I don't really like trying to turn no one off. Right, right. You know, it's right. you know, it like, because one day my son might need that. And I want to right, right. because them or whatever, you know. But damn, I did have a, I, I had a hip-hop legacy going with my boy Israel. Right? <clears throat> so what, what you got, man? What do you, what do you think is the separation between um, well, to me, it's to where it's like the thing I hear now on the radio, opposed to growing up back, like I said, when hip hop was to me, you could vibe to a track, say you're going through something in life and then it, you know what I mean? It heals you somehow. Like you want to go do something bad, but then you just calm down by listening to one of your favorite tracks. You know what I mean? Instead of going and doing something stupid type, you could relate to the music more. Now or now, well, no, no, no. That's before. As of now. It's too much, like, they're overdoing it as of, like, I ain't hating on anybody's hustle, don't get me wrong, it's just the fact is, for instance, you got cats, you know, with straps, left and right, you know what I mean, exposing too much to where it's like, you know, it, no, no, but it's to where it's like, all of a sudden, they're getting, you know, a question for murder, and they're, they're with the same strap that in the music video that they, you know what I mean? I mean, back in the day, back in the day, I mean, but back in the day, and I, I, I kind of agree with what Phil's saying, you know, <clears throat> We they, there was really no social media out there. See the, the negativity yeah. negativity today gets more play than positive. True. Um, you you you'll get a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Uh, get, you know, get somebody who who you somebody will go viral for for shooting up a spot versus spread positivity at the spot at the same spot. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, and that's just the world we live in. We live in a, in a negative world. We live in a world where we laugh at people falling and record them. Versus helping. versus helping exactly and like he was saying music to, to me and this is just a personal opinion it was more inspirational back then you had those tracks where you can go to this person if you wanted some positivity you can go to that person if you wanted to get in a party mood you can go to this person if you was still well, you don't think they have that i think they have that nowadays it just depends on everyone's going through a different cycle of what they're going through <clears> in their life and at that time they didn't want to say crying themselves alone was one of the greatest and yes it is i'm not saying that it's not but the body work that he puts in the same year, the same year that Crime dropped, Method Magic Cow 2000 dropped. I think that was an equally fire album, if not better. That's just me. Because, you know, you see that, you know, it's him. I got the war on me. But, I mean, honestly, <laughs> when you look back at the things are, the way things are from now to today, it's much hasn't changed. It's just attitude. It's just, right. Well, I also think, too, is. You can tell me, like, some of the stuff, like, like there's a lot of, now when they do that, it's all extreme moments. Yeah. But, like, I blame three yeah. stacks because three stacks burst Cuddy, and then that's where I think that generation came from with all that emotion. That's cool. I don't hate yeah, on it, but yeah. like a lot of people hold on to Cuddy like they hold on to Frank Ocean. Well, I think I think what it is too is um a lot of like like I said like music from like twenty years plus whatever you know that we still play today and consider like we were talking about another uh one day we were over here is uh what what separates the classics from you know a oldie mm -hmm. you know what I mean type is to where we're still bumping it 20 years plus. So I don't think the really the music that we're listening to now in the present day, 20 years from now, in the future, are we going to be bumping, bumping it and be like, oh, okay, you know. But you got to remember, I think now you say all the time, I really wish it. Like, who could go back in 90s? 90s hip hop? Yeah. Just raw. There, there, wasn't, there was no structure. There was, yeah. They didn't know how to make a song back then. That's true. You know what I'm saying? And when that's it, what made it the spare the moment. When did song really make, actually come on? Pun, pun drop, uh, Biggie, they learned how to make music. Yeah, at true. the time, it was just kicking lyrics, going blah, 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 and mm -hmm. who was the dopest at that point. Nowadays, when we look at it, what it stands is people don't know how to, like, I mean, they don't do it no more, like, they don't have a rollout, but, I mean, I mean the, album, the way you do an album is just... 
you could listen to Wu Tang's first album and know that that was created in the house. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I would love to hear that though. Right. Studio, right, 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 right. But it's so grungy. It's yeah, so grungy. It's so dirty. Yeah, it's so dirty. And a lot of people, yeah, yeah. So right, right, right. And a lot of people that started off from you know recording at the house type, they 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 could hear it and they'll know. Okay, yeah, that's like a you know home studio type right. opposed to. Someone that never recorded, they went straight to the studio, and they're like, "Oh, it's probably a low budget studio right. and a studio somewhere, but not knowing exactly it could have been." And you know Russ, what I mean? Russ had bangers when he did his, his SoundCloud. All the stuff I played Russ in the beginning. Yeah. And he, he was sitting there, never go back and do it. But if he could actually go back and remaster his early stuff, oh yeah, man, that thing was dead. Yeah. Some status, everything would just sound so much grim. Yeah. So much better. Oh yeah. But like nowadays, when the SoundCloud ever said that all you needed was a mic and an interface, that was it, and you get a deal for the you know, they care. I mean, yeah. Anyone that has a dream to be an aspiring rapper, stop, go to school, figure something out because there is no money in being a rapper. No, no, no. So, I mean, we can even piggyback. I'm not even piggybacking off that, but as this new music grows, and it was even in the music back then, you know, um, one of the things I, 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 I noticed a lot, and I'm not one of these conspiracy theorists, mm. you know, cats out here or anything like that, but it's like, the imagery in music today is even more bolder than what it was back then. So, for instance, like I see these demonic issues, demonic images. Excuse me. I see um, where you know they're doing stuff. This this younger generation is doing things, um, and I don't know if it's for attention or are they really seriously worshiping the devil out here in these streets? You see what I'm saying? Like, like what what do you? What do you believe? Because I heard a song, and I'm going to just pickpocket off what I hear on the radio. I don't listen to the radio. I, 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 told, him, I told you guys, I don't listen to the radio. Me neither. Um, <laughs> you listen to what I play. Yeah, well, that's yeah, on yeah, the way, I, yeah. I, I don't, I, again, I don't, I don't I just, so I, pretty, I haven't listened to radio since, like, 98, maybe, if that. Right? Yeah. See, I just, the artists that I have, I have an ear for it, not just, like, big, big me up, but all of a sudden, oh, I'm hearing this person. Or this. I was like, how do you know? I was like, I don't know, man. I was just listening to it, just. You can't you can't hold back someone's talent when they're just that gifted. But it just it just to me the radio just doesn't interest me. It, yeah, it, it's, oh, it's, wow. it just doesn't interest me. So yeah. I heard a song and this artist known as Doja Cat. Um, you guys know her, but I I, I saw I yeah I I, I I I saw an image of her. Um, I want to say two days ago. And Is that the one she's, she's like a spider. She's a devil. She a has devil. herself wrapped in, uh, dressed in the devil's demon costume with the mm. horns there's a shadow a silhouette of the devil on the wall she's walking vertically on the wall you know what i'm saying it's just doing all these different demonic things and i would say that her genre of music or what she does um the age group is from i would say 15 to 35 um yeah. so one mm. of the, the this is, and this is just a hook this is just a hook of the song i i, I didn't even give the rest of the song to play I just listened to the hook. And the hook says, Yeah, I said what I said. I'd rather be famous instead. Walk on by. I let it all get to my head. I don't care. I paint the town red. Right? So. Maybe she can't buy a room. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I break these things down. I break these things down. And. When you say you'd rather be famous instead, famous instead of what? Right, famous instead of what? What do you? What do you? What? What? What is? What do you? Do you mean you? You'll do anything to get put on? Do you mean you'll? You'll even? 
even even sacrifice your your beliefs, whether you believe in God or not? Do you believe that you would sacrifice what you believe for fame and money and riches? Um, you know, and then you show this type of imagery in your songs and your videos, and it's just getting bolder these days. Do you believe that hip hop or you know what I'm saying, music in general, uh, has a demonic foundation under it or behind it? We'll start with you. Yeah, well, behind it because also, like you say, you, you know, you have a lot of rappers, you know, talk about the Illuminati, you know, talk about things like that as well, that they're influencing fans out there to even though, she, like, say, for instance, she's doing something, you know what I mean, sacrificing whatever, you know, or not, either way, they're going to take it serious as she is. And if they want to be just like her, they're going to go and follow her footsteps and actually do it. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like kind of misleading if she's not really doing it. Either way, they lose because they're going to follow in her footsteps. Right. So that's why I think it becomes, it just, it influences a lot. Because the problem, because you have a following. Yeah, yeah, and it's especially a big following too. I, I, I think you know what I mean. I heard from my my nieces. You know what I mean. Yeah. They, they be into that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's to the point where I see the way they act and then the way they dress. It has a lot of influence from who they listen to. And know what I mean, because they be asking me questions too sometimes, and it's like I really don't have the answer for it because I don't follow things like that. Right, you know what right. I mean? It's just to the point where I just deal, choose not to deal with it. You right. know what I mean? Because. You know, I'm not weak-minded to where I'm like, oh, I'm going to do what she's doing. Nah, you know right, what I mean? Right. It's just, but well, a lot of people, well, no, well, well, no, I'm just saying it's just to where a lot of people are, are weak-minded to where their followers are not leaders. They're going to do as monkey see and monkey do. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, so, but it's just to the point where it's just a lot of influence out there that there's a lot of good influence and there's a lot of bad influence, but I think the bad influence over Trump's the good. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, bars. bars. Over Trump? <laughs> So that's that's my belief, you know. Yeah. So like it was a lot more subliminals. No, no, that's or... when you look at it, that could be seen as demonic, but like it, it was to me it was cool. Dude, uh, what was the Michael Jackson Moonwalker? Remember the Michael Jackson Moonwalker? Mm-hmm. Remember how Michael looked in that movie when he came out like in the clay and then he was like the robot and he transformed? Oh, when he was doing a different, when he was doing his whole and, and they did the uh, claymation all his videos in one music. It was pretty scary, man. Like, some, I mean, some AI type shit. As a kid, when you look at it, it was pretty scary. Dude. Yeah, Moonwalker, Moonwalker was 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 the shit, but it it was it had like. Think <laughs> about it, right? Right, 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 yeah. Speed Demon when he was on Speed Demon, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was, yeah, yeah. So it, it can go back to that. There's a lot. Um, I wouldn't like I said, I wouldn't put too much here, but people, uh, people just. Uh, like I think people do it. I, to me personally, I think, <clears throat> I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah, I think bold, I think it's a little bit of both. People with money get bored, right? Yeah, I, I mean, they yeah. may not even necessarily get bored. I think they do it because, you know, uh, like we said, anything negativity sells today. Yeah, exactly. If, 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 if somebody falling on the ground, busting their whole face, <clears throat> their whole shit open, the world is gonna look at it, laugh, record, versus helping this person. Exactly. Exactly. So it's never gonna be on no positive shit. It will always be on some some negative. So whether it's good or bad. They'll do it now. Do I believe some of them actually do? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's pop. You know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's the pop culture. It's it's, it's different, it's different things culture. that these people get into, and there's different things that these people have to do to get put on. We've heard the stories. We know about it. 
it's something that's it's it's it's, 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 it's we again we know the stories. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we've heard about them. Yeah, we've heard about them. We know about them. Right. So it's there's really no ignoring it. So you can't say that there is but, not. But yeah, I true. can't say everybody does. You know what I'm saying? I can't boy, say everybody we, does. But boy, we know this. We both know this. Anyone that says it's just Illuminati, they so and so. No, that's just because they didn't have the hard put in the hard work. Not to say I didn't or you mm-hmm. didn't. Certain things just come up in life, but they just didn't have that hard work. Well, here's my thing. Here's my thing. And we'll, this is going to lead to the next topic. Now, we talk about the Illuminati. Um, uh, per se, I don't know if there's an actual cult. I don't know if there's an actual place that you go to to do these certain rituals, although I have heard stories. Mm-hmm. I can, I can neither deny nor confirm that these are correct nor real stories. I see. Um, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not here to 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 to, to die to again to deny nor confirm. However, um Beautiful. I don't think you need to be in a cult or an actual cult right. or do an actual ritual to to um Success and make it. To have success and make it. There's other successful people. There's other yeah, success. everyone has their success. Yes, yeah, successful so. stories. But, um, <clears throat> you know, to a certain extent, there are people out here who do do these yeah. types of things, um, and they do have a following. You know, at the, yeah. At the end of the day, they do have a following, <laughs> um, and it goes into. You know, I, I believe when they say selling your soul, selling your soul, I don't necessarily mean is you sign on a paper. I think selling your soul is going against what you know is right and what you know is wrong, what you were taught, what Metaphor your mama taught you, what your yeah. daddy taught you, what you were brought up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't I don't think it's necessarily being like, we're going to come here, you cut you open, this is a sacrifice. I don't think it's that's nah, the definition nah, of sacrifice, yeah. even though it may be to, to a certain extent to the industry or to whoever. You know, I don't think that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think selling your soul is <clears throat> getting out of and doing things that are out of your moral code. Um, to, to 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 my thing. So we get into this era of music where I believe <laughs> where we get into this era of like you've coined the term uh porn rap. Mm. Porn rap, hey, right, yeah. right. It's, it's porn rap, and when when we hear porn rap, we and this is <clears throat> this is people. This is mind you, I didn't come up with this term. Ray came up with this term right here, and he, when 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 <laughs> when, he, when he brought this out to me, I thought it was very interesting because, you know, I asked him a couple weeks ago. I'm like, dude, like, what is it about this new music, especially females that we have in the industry, that feel like they have to describe every single part of their body in order to get put on, to, to get a listen, to get to get this, to get that. And it's funny because I asked my wife, I said, okay, when you get into this kind of stuff that these women talk about, right? They they talk about their ass and they talk about, you know, what they 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 lady part do? They talk about what they, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they get into to 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 really describing, you know, um, the scientific. The kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. The science, science, the science of, of 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 you know what I'm saying? Of, of what they do. But and I asked her, I said, but who's buying this music? Because if a dude was talking about, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> And you know, but some of them do. Some of them do. We yeah. just, we just, we, 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 we listen to it as guys because it's like we kind of relate to the issue. But yeah. at the end of the day, 
who buys this this type of music? And I asked her, and she says, well, the girls buy it. Yeah. Yeah. The, the dudes buy it for the girls. The dudes want to screw them, and the girls want to listen to them. You know what I'm saying? And vice no, versa. Right, 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 right. So when you listen to, you know what I'm saying, like a sexy red out here, I hear her, you know what I'm saying? I think and I'm not going to... Like, yeah, I thought what was the back there. Terrible. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not... Even, but but how did how did we get here do do how did we get to this era of porn rap to where it's okay to describe your 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 inside your insides science you know scientifically yeah, they go they go off yeah they go off you they go, they, so? they do orgasmic as opposed to when a man would be like they just busting. They go orgasmic. Right, 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 right. So how do we get here? Like, where, where, well, where, where, where did this start? Well, well, I think it's because a lot, of, well, a lot of male rappers, you know, they be talking about how they be hitting girls, you know, tapping it, you know what I mean, doing whatever with them and all that, and so they probably feel, oh, well, we equal to them, so you know what I mean. Might as well us speak from our, you know, point of view. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If we basically like you talking about me, well, let me let me show you how the right way to say it. You know what I mean? Right. But it's the wrong way. Because, like I said, they're exposing, you know what I mean? Yeah, is it taking their power back? Do you believe? Do you believe, uh, do you believe if, 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 if I can say it, then, then, then let them say it in a, in a better way so that it can profit them and then they can, they can basically beat us to the punch. I, saying what we do to them versus yeah. what they do to us. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I, like, it's kind, it's kind, kind, kind of like that. Kind of like that. Kind of like the eight mile be rabbit, Papa Doc. You know, he makes fun of himself. Me to the punch, yeah, right? and then you yeah. ain't got nothing else to say. So yeah. I am a bump. So I, I think I it is. Yeah, I think I think it is. They taking the power back, but it's in the wrong way, though. I think you know, there's other ways of doing it. You know what I right, mean? Right, right. But you know what I mean? It's, I don't want to seem like it just focuses more on them. It's just anybody. You know what I mean? There's right ways of doing things and wrong ways. But like I said, um, they're about money, so whatever sells, sex sells. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah, okay. it's 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 like that. Wrong, even without rap, it's just out in the world too, as well. You know. Right. Besides music, you know. Goes back to the Lil Kim days. <laughs> her babies. She 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 she's a she, she's a trendsetter of porn rap. Oh, yeah. Lil Kim. Yeah. Well, Biggie. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean. She's the one that you know. Yeah, exactly. When you look back at it, with music, it's like. The, the weird part is, it's like how COVID and it's just, it's just weird. Whoever planned it out, they planned it out perfect the way they wanted it to go, right? Right. But whoever planned this out, it's weird because let's just say they're barely getting into the porn right now. Mm-hmm. Never rappers have been doing that for since, since ancient times, since we first started, right? So now that they're doing it, you're asking who's buying the music since you always have the interest in the women, right? Mm-hmm. Women keep people and they keep artists employed because I don't know. Is it more? We'll get you. Say we'll get that later. But like a male thing where they don't feel comfortable buying you. I don't. If it's banging, oh, you can take my money. I, I will. I will bump it. But the thing is, now that they're catching up to it, that the record will want to push how sex sells. That's why it's more to an extreme because guys have been saying it forever, correct? But now you, you, you can do more open on. I guess I regular. Right I guess it's certain words you can cuss now. In mm-hmm. the videos, and they show the video. Like, I mean, they don't even show music videos no more. So I don't even know. What I'm saying. Right, right, right. Maybe on YouTube. I mean, yeah. But like them catching up, we had conversations like, but I won't listen to this. There's maybe four female rappers, and if you brought it up, that I know the product. I, I think Nikki bangs. Cardi will spit good when someone writes for. I don't know what she's going. I mean, I don't know personally, but that's what I'm saying. As I've seen it, know the product to me is one of the top female MCs 
for like the past five years. Mm. There's this new girl coming up to me around the corner. Her name's Wynn. Mm. This girl is disgusting. Banging. No filler. She, they, her bars are just on yeah. point. Banging. She had Heather B on when she switched out and sweat in the morning like, last month. Heather was like, you made me say, yeah. Okay. Like, she, you know, like, and I, I made a playlist for her. Now she's doing like a little bit more sexy in her raps, like exposing mm-hmm. her body. Mm-hmm. Because now she's trying to maybe sacrifice some more, but she wants to get played. But again, like you said, sacrificing your morals. Now, <sighs> you had the Queen Latifahs, the Moni Loves. You had, you, yeah, you had, you had, you had yeah. the female artist, MC Lights. You had those artists back <clears> then. <throat> they didn't have to do this kind of stuff that they do today to be put on. Exactly. But to say behind the behind the badge of the desk at the label that they weren't getting cut, they weren't being put. Okay, in. but 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 we're talking about what, out, that's what, out there. What I can, we're talking about what I can, what I can see. You dig know what I'm saying? We, 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 I can't never say whatever happened behind the scenes. Yeah. All I can talk about okay. is visually. That's what you're seeing. What I see. So okay. you have new artists like you have the Mickey's out here. You have. You have the, the sexy rags, you have the, the cardies, you have that, and then you have artists like Rapsy. Mm. Look at me. Rapsy's fire. Rapsy's disgusting. Rapsy just, yeah. She's disgusting fire. But like, but she won't get heard. They'll listen to, and this is no no offense on, on these types of artists, but they'll listen to a Cardi, they'll listen to a Nikki. They'll listen to <clears> now mind you, Nikki bars back in the day when I when I when I used to hear Nikki back in the day, yeah. man. Yeah, hunger. <clears throat> man, I'm telling you, man. Like there was, there was something different about about that chick, man. That she, was never Walker's mom was managing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dead, man. Yeah, that, was, a lot of people kind of like, sleep. a lot of hunger. Yeah, and but there's a lot of people sleeping on the lyrics, but then now they're more focused on the sexy that she's right, bringing. So right, now it's more right. that's what's selling. Like it, it's taking away from the lyric wise when they they're going for that oh like the, that sexy appealing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. But do you see how how much of and this is exposing society? Do you see how much of a visual society? The, oh yeah. The visual society people are versus versus analytical versus versus actually listening to somebody and hearing them because yeah, you'll exactly. actually listen, look at somebody and be able to determine who they are versus listening to them. You dig what I'm saying? Like you listen to a Nikki and by the way how she dresses and how well, not, I'm not even picking on her but. Just artists, the female artists in general today. Like, why does it take you you showing your ass off? Why does it take you showing this versus bars? Like, where did where did it go from then to now? You know, you, you know, you know, you know, you know, it is. Uh, uh, it goes back to the influence right. because, like I said, like even without them on the you know music side and not the music side, like uh, like the Kardashians. Like back in our days, we didn't have fake butts. We didn't have the you know see people with Botox everywhere. Nowadays. People are trying to go and be like them because they think that that's what a woman's supposed to look like. Right. But it, it's not. It's like, you know what I mean? It's it's all it's inner beauty. It's, it's all personality. Yeah. Right, right, but but you get what I'm saying? So especially for the you know young women out there, you know, as a father of a you know, 11-year-old daughter, I try to teach her that, you know what I mean? Just you be you. Don't be influenced by anything else out there. But, you're, you know, influence yourself. You know what I mean? You don't need, you know, you have to have respect for yourself. And then you know, become a trendsetter yourself. You know, you know what I mean. Just, right. you know what I mean. Just never, don't be a follower. Always be a leader. You know what I mean. At the end of the day, how about this? When you look at women <clears> that rap, <throat> I don't. I mean, this is the honest answer. We have twenty six years more. But can you honestly sit there and say, other than being sexy, because I'm not. I'm, I'm, I have needs, you know. I was, you know, I see some things, and it, it might be more interesting because if the artist is interesting and it's something relatable to them, mm-hmm. I might fall back. Oh, she's hot. 
I used to like Meg. You know, hoping to have one. So I, I'm reserved on that. I, you know, I'm mm-hmm. not going to the Daniel topic. But when you sit there and you look back at it as a whole, I mean, when you go through your phone, I bet you we can't find no more than five female artists in there. And your phone, and your music, maybe in each one of you has more than two songs probably. <clears> right? And you can't, I mean, I, I don't, like, it's not bigging me up. I can't because I don't, uh, that's just me. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're from China and yeah. you're know, rice and you're, you got down to, if you're, if it's hot, I, I grew up thinking, Knowing Todd that hip hop is hip hop no matter where it's from, if it's hot, you just you just can't deny it. And, and and as a hip hop artist, you know what I mean. You guys probably could agree. I'm more of the lyric wise, or the her her talent, not the way she looks. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because I know there, there's a there, there's a lot of people like you know I've you know people that you know heavy set, but they be rapping and they they ill as fuck, and it, it doesn't you know what I mean female and male, and I don't go and be like. Oh no, she's whack. Well, because the way she looks. No, it's like she's tired as fuck. You know what I mean? Oh, excuse my language, but I mean, it's like, just... yeah, I mean, but we can even go back look to Lil Kim. Look at, look, I mean, look at Lil Kim. Lil Kim was. I'm telling you, even though if Biggie was writing her lyrics, whatever. Yeah. She sold them. I don't no, care. Yeah. Just the Cardi thing. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't. I don't care. Just, I mean, hard though. You dig what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah. She, she would get in with dudes. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, not she an can artist, hang... but entertainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She can hang with the with the dudes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the, like. And I believe like these, these, you know, partially are her babies. But at the end of the day, I just, when we go back to that whole, what separates the old music from the new music, it's nothing that inspires me. It's, it's, it's nothing that you can listen to and be like, you know, I ha- I can listen to a whole Real Kill album now by myself. Yeah. Around my old age. Well, there you go. Like, I can, I can, you jump the, uh, the, the Sweetie or Sweetie, um, but then you told wife you got the album of the sweetie or the Saudi slide, whatever her name is. Yeah, yeah. And you bumped that one. You said that one was pretty cool. It wasn't right? terrible. It wasn't terrible. Yeah. Um, it, it, it was cool, but it was a good one. A run through for one, a one play. Yeah, it's cool for one through, but you know, again, but there's there's certain female lyricists I can listen to when yeah. I'm driving by myself versus who I won't. Yeah, I've you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So I mean, there's not I that just, many of us that are actually like real, like, right? Like, real hip hop right. heads, right? That want you can just stir for. I want that repeat music, right. music meaning that exactly. you, you could, oh, let me hear that one more time. Bring right. it back. Don't you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, it was the Nanny Neighbors, and the guy came off stage, he was talking about what's going on in life, but it doesn't sound like what we're going through. Yeah. So now when these other people that you're not around, I go, don't you feel better record? Think about how many times we're going to record. And they were there just running in mm-hmm. talking, oh, we're talking about your feelings. And I'm like, no, I just let me do me. Like, you do you. You stay over there stuck in the 90s. I'm going to keep going through. Like, you get back in your DeLorean. I'm going to keep going, <laughs> driving through, like, you move forward and push the protocols. Right. Like, not, I mean, you got to evolve, right? <clears throat> That's what we're here for. Yeah. So, what's kind of going back to the, 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 the music wise? What do you think is the difference between a lyricist and a rapper? And we'll we'll start with you, and then I'll, I'll have you describe who your lyricists versus rappers are, and we'll start with you. Well, lyricists to me, for instance, I think one of the best lyricists that I started off listening to was the old school Chino XL. He's the definition of a lyricist to me. If you guys, it's I think it was ninety. Well, I'm talking about in that era. It was in the mid nineties. It came out when I it came out album. Every track was a banger, especially number four. Track four on there is called Nunca. Woo! Yeah. He's all. Um, let me see if I know. Let me see. He goes. 
they don't worship they don't worship Christ, they worship the thieves crucified next to him. Like you guys, you know, he got he got he got them bars. Like, he's, he's, he's coming with the with, with oh yeah. And, 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 yeah, and then there's, there's a lot of people to where it's like when you separate lyricism from rap, it's like anybody could put a bunch of words together and rap on some Dr. Seuss type, you know, situation. But what lyrics is, they 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 speak with their lyrics. You know what I mean? Like you mm -hmm. you feel it. You know, sometimes you actually feel like you're there when they're speaking upon whatever situation and they're rapping about. And then you got the chill type music. You know what I mean? That mm -hmm. you're like, ooh, and like I said, repeat yeah. music. You, you know, stuck yeah. on repeat. I mean. I mean you know, from here, I, I get home in 15 minutes. I'm going I'm to stick on repeat till I get home, you know, type. Going to do a draw so I get skinny. Yeah, you know I what I mean? It, I think between, I think it's, it's pretty simple <clears throat> to me, uh, between a, a rapper, a rapper and a lyricist. I think a lyricist is what it is, a lyricist. And I think a rapper is a gimmick. I think the rapper is sent here to, to, to play the role of a gimmick. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, 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 no. I mean, you know. Again, we 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 have we have the the differences, but <laughs> but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But but I mean, Cube Cube was both. I think Cube was a rapper and a lyricist. I knew Cube. Oh. You talking about his whole career? You talking about the beginning? We NWA. About, are we yet, Cube? Are we talking about we, NWA we talking Cube? About he was wanted. trying to get he was trying to get generational. Or the, are we there yet? But prior to that, when he was coming out with No Bastion back in the NWA, he was rapping and spitting. And like I don't know, maybe just me personally. You can just know when it's a lyric when you hear that. I don't gotta explain it. You can just feel that. Like, like, oh my god! I think Cube like, definitely, definitely. Ugly face, like, yeah. I think definitely Cube is 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 one of the most prolific, um, prolific artists that has ever stood the test of time in music. Um, you know, he came in an era where he made gangster rap, gangster mm -hmm. rap. There was, you know, but you you did have the ones out there. That people don't really listen to them. People don't really. Okay, I'm gonna throw one at you. That people really. <laughs> People really before there was NWA, there was Rodney O and Joe Cool. Ooh, yeah, we talking about before, yeah, we, 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 yeah, yeah, we, we, you know what I'm saying with the and and there, there. I was, I was old enough to go get pick up the right, 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 right. <laughs> so that's you know what I'm saying. That that to me. So when we talk about who influenced a, a, a whole generation of gangsters and and, and things like that. You, you do have to give it up to the pioneers, but when we talk about Cube, Cube made gangster rap cool. Yeah, he made it cool. He wrote for every single person. Yeah. Did he write for Ren? Did he write for Ren? No, no. Ren did his own rap. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but he wrote for Easy. Yeah, he I think they're, they're both the two ghostwriters, right? Yeah, I know DOC did his own. Yeah, DOC is the biggest what ifs in West Coast. <laughs> Music history, if you ask me. Yep. Uh, before he got, yeah, before he lost his voice. Yeah, Ren, yeah. yeah, but Ren, yeah. He used to hang out with Ren. He used to hang out with uh, King T. Like that. He was hanging mm -hmm. out with some lyricists, man. Mm -hmm. It was getting weird. But then he was like, uh, I don't, I don't bang and boast too much about West Coast hip hop because it's always rap on the West Coast. Mind you, people, let me, let me, let me stop it. Now. <laughs> okay, this is the only man I know right here from California who believe he in New York. <laughs> He, he from like Staten Island. Well, and and, and our boy DB also too. But it's but it's the bodega. But it's the bodega. Right down the corner. First time I met this nigga, he called me son. I'm like, oh, what? What? Kelly, bro. What are you talking about, bro? It could have been done. I mean, so to you, I mean, to you, what what what's the difference between the lyricists? And a rapper. The rapper. I think rappers make better songs than lyricists. Okay. 
but, but then we're structuring a streetlight as opposed to the lyricists. They're practicing sharpening. They were doing freestyling and mm-hmm. ciphering. That's what they teach. Like, that's a big got good at first point. All they, they all sharpen their tools like that. But okay. I, mean, I used to do meetings with all the time. I, I, I feel myself. And that's I, when it was on the top of the head. That right. was on the top of the I head. I feel like when I got good with my pen game, when I was able to start writing, I stopped freestyling because I didn't use a long freestyling. You try to get me. I can't do it because the fact that. I feel like it's a disservice that maybe I'm, I'm rapping and I'm grabbing the same words in my head right. that I wrote down up here. And I don't want to stick on it and be like, oh, that's how some of the best come off is, oh, you wrote that. Right. No, like, but you're channel, you're, you're harnessing the same energy with the same words in your head. So yeah. it's kind of hard not to do it. Yeah. But when I got to go with the pen, I, I, I think I write some pretty. I'm, oh, yeah. If I go try get in the room, I've tried. Where it wasn't successful, even if I was, I should be talking about it. But at the end of the day. No, he stepped, you stepped but, your game up. Uh, there's this is just the pen is like I mean you catch me like this now, right? Like a feather pen. I mean, a, a, a rapper, a rapper just needs to be music. Give right? me some. Give me an artist. Look at Ross. I, I can't. Give me Rick who's Ross. a rapper and who's who's a lyricist. Rick Ross is a gimmick. He got you know he got sold out by fifty, but I mean okay. he, he can rap now. Like anything. Okay. That was when it was okay to forgive people for being like lying about the ish, <laughs> right? And that's where it stemmed from. It's a gimmick. You talk about Dear uh, Mama. I didn't even get that one a chance. I, I mean, <laughs> no, you really need to. Like, I didn't watch it yet. Yeah, that I changed my whole perspective. Like, I never badmouth Pac, but you won't ever catch me like saying nothing bad after watching that, the struggle that he went through yeah. compared to him and his mom. And I saw the lyrics in him when he was in the shoe and his mom had the team that gave it, the, the rhymes to M, he wrote when he was in the shoe. Stuff that he was writing was like, mm-hmm. that, those were lyrics. I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. I never heard it. I never, I mean, Pop came up in the air for me when we should capitalize on it with rhyming itch, snitch. Like that to me is not lyrics, but it's make it's rhyming. But since a young age, we're taught A, B, C, mm-hmm. it's gotta be melodic, right? So it's easy to get into. It's easy to like, you know? But Pac, Pac said some cool stuff. Some things that might they touched you here. Here I, I mean, how could you not though? I mean, I could we can I mean 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like what? I think I, mean? I, I can't name one bad Pac song that I. I and again, I really again, we, again y'all already know. Like I told you from the beginning, I'm not here to change nobody. They're not here to change me. But we here to talk about the shit. You dig what I'm saying? We here to. This is what we here for. This is this is this is what this is about. This is this is arguing the culture. This is our culture. This is what we about. You dig what I'm saying? So so that's what I mean by like when I hear people not or because there's two different kinds of people, I believe. There's people who listen to Pac when he was here, and there's people who listen to Pac after he was gone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, which one do you all? Which, which one of those do you think I am? Okay. Oh, me personally, me personally. <clears throat> I got to know Pac on a lyrical level after his death. I was when Pac died. I was ninety six. I was like maybe eight, nine around the time. But I knew who I knew. I get around. I knew the the radio tracks. I knew. You know what I'm saying? I knew Pac. I knew Pac. I I I, I had. You know what I'm saying? I or I, I heard. You know what I'm saying? Like Machiavelli, and I heard, and That's I heard. Yeah, and I heard, you know, I heard it. You know what I'm saying? Too popular. Yeah. I, 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 I remember the album cover. You remember the album cover with when he had green? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah, uncle yeah. bought. I don't know why. But yeah. Right here the album came out. My uncle got it for me for Christmas, and I opened it, and I was like, "What's this?" He goes, yeah. Hey, look, I wanted Sam Goody, and I asked yeah. him what, what's the kind of stuff that kids your age like, and he recommended this. I was like, oh, "Okay," like and I heard it, but yeah, was, it was not like where I was at. But I was like, "Right." I was like, "Man, plus my uncle bought me, and my mom." But when you hear this stuff, like I, I heard it and, and again, it became more of a relatable thing as I got older. Yeah. And, and we got more wiser. When we go back, when we go back, like I said, and this kind of goes tie into what we said earlier, it becomes an influential, <clears throat> a, a influential era that we went through. Mm. This new era of music is not influential to me. I didn't say it wasn't influential. Mm-hmm. It's not influential to me. You're younger mind. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. Like <clears throat> so given that, um when we when we go and we sit back and we talk about these eras of music, I believe that that era was a was a timeless era because just because often what he did at such an early age i mean this dude was 25 years old when yeah he passed away. yeah that's true think about what a 20 what an average 25 year old is right now and what they accomplished in their what life they accomplished the, in their life yeah Fuck, Fuck, Fuck had Fuck had shot the police by 25 hmm. the kid's been in jail by three four times by 25 yeah he even created three and four albums by 25 <clears> he had Went on tours before twenty five. You know what I'm saying? He so, got shot and he survived the first time. Shot. Excuse me, he got shot. I'm not with the bipolar thing. That's all. I don't. The whole him being bipolar, but I don't judge him after watching the documentary. <clears> but that's like me, like my baby mom, like the baby the bipolar woman. You're high, woman. You're not. I don't like. I mean, he was. He kind of had two split personalities. He's a Jekyll and Hyde. I want to say he was. Yeah. What was his birthday? He's a Gemini. I want to say was he Gemini? Was he? I don't do astrology. I don't remember anything. I I I, I don't quote me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, before we get up to the subject, um, I think to me, to, uh, Tupac was a, a lyrical storyteller. Absolutely. He was. Uh, he, uh it was a fifty-fifty because uh, if, if he wasn't, if he wasn't uh storytelling, he would, like you said, the lyrics, you know, lyrical. Because there's a lot, like I said before. 
in the interview that you can actually picture what he's saying when he's yeah. rapping. You know what I mean? That that that's for me. Like I, I like I I consider it like vision rap. You know what I mean? It's to the point where you could be like you close your eyes or even with your eyes open and you could feel it and like you're right next to him while he was right. spitting it and when he went through it, it, it that's the thing that touches yeah, you, you, you know. Well, no, Big did it too. You know, I, I, he did it. He did it too. Big did it on some cool, cool like. Big, big, yeah, Big spoke on. Big spoke on being a fat, ugly. I don't know. Ugly doesn't matter. Well, no, that's the same. But that's what he said. Like he, he, he. He pointed out the obvious. He pointed out of being a big fat dude that got chicks. Yeah, and he was proud of it. And who did that before Biggie? Let's give him his props. Heavy D. But like I said, a lot of people have slept on it. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, because I know a lot of people, they, they have listened to Tupac, like you said, more, you know, now. paying attention now that right, he had right, passed right. away, rest in peace, as opposed to him when he was actually on earth doing his thing. And they do the same to my, my man's back there, Nip Hustle. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. They do the same thing yeah. to Nip Hustle. I, I, and I, 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 I'm, I'm one of those fans. I'll be one of those fans. <clears throat> I was listening to him since. Yeah, I actually was. Mm-hmm. I actually was. You know no, what I'm saying? That's my art. That was right, my right, yeah. I, 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 I listened to him. I, 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 I've seen him hustle his way from, you know what I'm saying, from where he was to, to, to where he got to, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, before he got to see his, his demise. And, man, and, and I always say, rest in peace to, to our fallen artists, you know, Pac. You know, the you nips out there. Yeah, absolutely. And, there's a lot of people, like, big, his album came out after he passed away, right? Yes. Okay. And then I think too, it's to where a rapper that's deceased no longer with us here on earth, if they can still sell music when they're not here, that's a good, to me, that that's that's one of the well, greatest of all time. Album, to me, I seem like. He did the track and he's like, this is my, I'm, I'm the greatest. He, he yeah. said, I am the greatest after finishing up that album. I saw a, a cool documentary that he said, I am the greatest after this album. And then he died right after. While I've been blunt. Thing, here's my thing. And I don't mean to cut you guys off. No. Here's my thing. When they, and, and uh, 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 Rock with Big all day. Big is one yeah. of my favorite. Oh yeah, my favorite, the one of the best MCs yep. out there, and you know what I'm saying, one of the greatest <clears throat> MCs that ever did it. But Big only had two albums. Yeah, yeah. one was a double album. <laughs> mm. He only had two albums. Yeah, that's true. He had the total. He had the main. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, him. we only had two albums. 
to, how can you call how can you how do they put him up there with the pox with, with how, how do you put him up? it's not you can't just say because he died at a young age so yeah he's up there with pop it's not even that it, it's just he only had i mean i'm speaking <clears> facts he only had no, two albums one was in the greens who big one big pun yeah big pun was the the, the, the shit what do you mean kind of categorizing as one of the greatest yeah yeah and that 90 stretch in 94 he could do the time i could say him and you were like going at it for best rapper right mc should i say at the time but puns like just the ability where they were making i look at the ability where they were making music and where the lyrical schools at and not having to dumb it down but if you're going to come along this journey you're going to learn a few things with me and not dumbing their, their music down where they could still keep the lyricism, they could still be fly, they could do a whole bunch of stuff and bring uh, the casual hip hop fan along with them mm-hmm. and then becoming fans. I mean, there's a lot in the pre era 90s where I mean, there wasn't a lot of white kids per se, but more multicultural listening to it because the white kid didn't get beat into Eminem. And then those yeah. kids grow up and then they got to move out and they had to go to college and they got photographed, you know, like that's that's the only thing. But I mean, it's because they, you know, why? Because Pac had like eight albums, but like, you this their numbers game. Who more and all? Okay. Let me ask you this: right. If both of you, if Pac and Biggie were still alive, and you know they didn't meet their demise, they didn't pass away, you think they would? How long more after that? You think they would have still been in the rap game making albums? Yeah, I don't think Pac would have been rapping. <clears throat> no, but you think he would have still had like, like for instance, like like Dre, like Dre, Dre. You know, he started just focusing on producing after you know rapping. Think you think he would be mixed? I think Pac would have been more in the movies. In the movies, not, and what have yeah, that like less yeah. of the music? Yeah, versus yeah. the music. I think he, he probably would have focused head in and out. Okay. The red, you know what I'm saying? He looked like a star and he got the bright. Okay. Right. Yeah, what, he probably would have focused head in and out. What about Biggie? Right. Biggie would have just kept, Biggie would have kept rapping the day he died. Just like, it, it was right. right. Okay. Okay. As long as he was doing that, you know what I'm saying? But, right. Biggie, I don't know. I mean, I mean if they were still alive today, there would be a lot of rappers in the game that aren't here. Right. Right. I okay. mean, there would be, I honestly think Jay-Z would have had the success that he had. You know, without that, maybe there's no drag. There's a whole lot of things that um, it's like a ripple in time when you okay. go, uh, when you skip a rock in the lake, kind of like that. All right. right. Mm-hmm. One little thing could mess up that that ripple in that lake, and then it could be something totally else. But it has right. to play out that way because, like I said, man, Cole is the greatest. And no one's stopping him. <laughs> he's not waiting for the next album. And he, he might retire, whatever. And then right. he get bored. You look at Jay. You know why they Biggie was still rapping? Because Jay Z came out with the full four four album. He showed everyone how I can be old, I can rap, and you can still want to listen to me. I'm relatable. I cheated on my wife. I did. I, that was whole always just like that's why Jermaine is like to me like better than him, but like right behind because they haven't. I don't even think they reached a magnum opus. Everything they put out just seems to top their last album. Whatever they do, they top their last project. You know, Jay Z has to put it out before. I mean, even before before was a bang. Right, right, right. That's the way he put it together. It was like a little mini movie. Right. I, I thought it was just so bang because. Who sit there and say hip hop or act your age? I don't know how am I supposed how old am I supposed to act right, right. been this age before? They got Rolling Stone, Mick Jagger like eighty something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, why is it okay to take people like I right. can't rap on stage and have people come see me? Mm-hmm, true. Yeah, yeah, that's I, I think that that whole thing stems like I, I hated that, but people saw the catalog a lot quicker because they don't want to tour anymore. Right. But I mean, yeah, you, how old is Mick Jagger still? Nah, doing all that like yeah, you know, I will catch Big B probably when doing performances, but right, I mean, right. Hoven Hoven B South Coliseum or Rose Bowl every year. Mm-hmm. Now, that's something I would like to go see. I've never seen him live. I would love to take him before I die on the bucket list to go see Encore. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. You, see, you would see him in the gospel or like or, or the white gloves, and he goes, <laughs> we can't sing, but damn, no one would know that when we was in the truck playing it, huh? Yeah. We did the high notes. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're a fool. I definitely completely. Um, I'm gonna switch subject on you guys for a minute. Um, I'm a big advocate when it comes to mental health. I'm a big mm-hmm. advocate when it comes to to uh, mental health for for men especially. Um, and we can even go even down to minority men because we are not really um, uh, a being that's paid attention to when it comes to mental health. We are providers. We are sent out to the world to work to provide for our families and um, you know carry the world on our shoulders. Mm-hmm. But there's one thing that I I always ask my guests, especially the fellows that come through, is why do you feel like we have to internalize things as men? Like, for instance, why? Well, I mean, why do you feel like we have to internal internalize things like feelings, like different things that we go through in life? Why are we taught that we gotta hold this shit in? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'll start yeah. with you. I'll start with you. Um, yeah, actually, growing up, family members as well, men in my family, um, are you're not you're not supposed to show emotion. Like you're not. It's more of a pride thing. It's more of like it was more of a race old school type. Like you don't want to air out your dirty laundry, so to speak, out there. You don't want people to think less of you, to think different of you. Mm-hmm. So it was all about appearance and the way you carry yourself. Mm-hmm. So growing up, to me, it's I grew up to I grew up way too late. I mean, well, too early. Sorry, um, thirteen years old. I was already in strip clubs. I was already at bars. I was already hanging around with twenty-eight year olds. You were synthesized. Yeah. Early. So yeah. So it's so where the way I carry myself now has a lot to do with the way I was brought up, and the way I was raised in the streets, and also from family family wise, the right and wrongs. You always have to know the right and wrongs. I was always taught that respect. It's earned, it's not given, and a lot of people, if you carry yourself with respect, you will get it back. Right. Like I said, you, you have to earn it, you know, and to where in the streets, to the way, why I'm still living now, it was because of the streets, because I, I, I was taught how to survive. I was mm-hmm. taught, you know, the rights for wrong on, on uh, the streets perspective, like where not to say, what, mm-hmm. what to say, you know what I mean? Like I said, as well as carry yourself with respect, and to me, it's just that, that's what it is. It's just the way you you present yourself is is how you have to keep it in. But with me growing up, the older I get, the more wiser I get, the more I speak more upon what I have been holding inside for years, mm-hmm. because it's a whole load off your chest. And being a parent, I want to teach my kids as well to not be scared, and and you know to you know express how you feel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't keep anything inside because it does get to a lot of people and they'll eat you alive inside. Literally, and that's when stress kicks in and all that. And you know what I mean? Just don't Anxiety, worry about it. Stress. Yeah, that you know what I mean? Don't don't worry about you know. There's always gonna be someone in this world that don't like you. And if the fact is, you don't have to tolerate with that person and move on to you know what I mean. Surround yourself around with positive energy and positive vibes from you know real ones, day ones. You know what I mean? People that are gonna are gonna build you and not break you down. Exactly. And that's you know what I mean. That's how I grew up. As like I said, it just that's the way you have to carry yourself. Right. You know, what do you feel? What do you feel that you know what I'm saying? Why are you taught? Why if even that's what if you were taught that like why do you feel like as men we have to internalize things and keep it to ourselves and 
they see us act these ways in these streets and women don't get what they want from us because we're taught to internalize. What, what, what is your thoughts on that, man? Um, he's, uh, I don't want to say Latino or Italian. I'm Mexican. I mean, I'm not Mexican enough, like saying, for me, I'm not Mexican enough for the Mexicans, and I'm not Mexican enough to be American. You know, thank you for the way I was raised. I, I learned how to speak Spanish when I was 25, and I learned that how my work. And when they came to here, they're like, oh, you're a folklore. Like, like, I don't have the full like, accent. That's a different time, but he, what he's talking about being growing up, when my father died, my father died on the 18th, that's what cancer. And through the whole time, when my father died, we're at Rose Hills in church. Um, my mom was shit, one chance for anybody. For anybody. Mm-hmm. Later on that night, after we buried him, I go home. I go to my mom, and I in her bed, and I sit down, and I just, fetal position, just cry for hours. My mom cried with me. I thought it was pretty crazy. I said, Mom, why don't you cry? Why don't you hurt me? She goes, I'm not going to show people how vulnerable I can be and how weak I am. And uh, at the time as a kid, I didn't think it was, I thought it was weird. Like, how are you being weak and showing emotion? I, my dad, I had the greatest dad in the world. No disrespect to anybody, but I had the best dad in the world. That's just me. I just supposed to believe that. Mm-hmm. And growing up, my dad was more reserved. He was more reserved, but when he had me, it changed. My mom said it changed him. He was more, um, I guess, a better dad. Not to corrupt my brother. Maybe that's why I hate him, but. He just, he, I mean, it, I'm, a, I'm a third son, so he learned, you know, he's been right. around the block forever. Right, 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 right. And it was just a great thing. So I was never scared to, to show emotion or anything. Like, my brother, part of the reason I had a bad point is because the way I was brought up with my brothers was full BS. Mm-hmm. I was taught to think a certain way they pick on me. I had to be a certain way with girls. Or if this girl looked this way, oh, why are you with them? It was right, right. taught me. Making me feel bad about what I like. Right. And when about <clears> later <throat> years on, the funny thing is that <clears throat> ironic thing is that I see they were. I'm cool with them. Right. But low key, we was back in the day. Oh, your wife would look the same way compared to what you would talk about. Right, 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 right. And just not showing the emotion. I've never been scared to show emotion. And my son was a very emotional kid. Partially what he went through between me and his mom, but that's every family, you know? Yeah. We're all toxic parents at some point where, you know, I mean, I don't think I'm a bad dad. I'm not a bad dad. I might make a few bad decisions. That's what I own up to. But I've never been scared to show emotion. I think we had to hide it because it's like my mom said, oh. His mom, the way they go too. They look weak. You want to take advantage of them. Don't embarrass them. Hey, they do. Then, then you learn. You just don't keep away from that person. And I believe those are traumas. I think those are things that we go through in traumas life. Traumas are big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think those are traumas. Yeah. I, I, I'm a big, again, a, a big advocate for mental, you know what I'm saying? Like mental, st- 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 mental stability. Oh, yeah. Or, <laughs> 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 I'm a big, I, I, I have a, a, a big, <clears throat> A big, big, big chip on me when it comes to mental health and when it comes to um, those things because um, I've talked about it before. I deal with a lot of anxiety, mm. and there's different things that traumas yeah. that I've been through in my life that <clears throat> this anxiety stems from. Mm. And when we talk about when we internalize things, all of the things and a lot of things I've dealt with as a child and as a as a teenager, even in going into my adulthood. You know, when I moved out of my parents' house, mm-hmm. there was a lot of things that I've, 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 traumas and things that I've lived through and things that I had to internalize. And unfortunately, a lot of those things come out at the wrong time. They don't come out much. No, no, no. They've come out in my marriage. They've come out mm-hmm. in my kids. They've come out on, on, on just different mm-hmm. daily things that you, you know what I'm saying? The different mm-hmm. things that you do. You take, you take what you learn and what you've been through and you <clears> take it out on the people around you and the people you know what i'm saying and unfortunately does it come out in a great way all the time no but having to internalize things 
I think that's one of the things I, that, that's the opposite thing I would teach my, 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 my girls and my, oh, my yeah. kids, especially because you have girls. They're a little more emotional. Yeah, than yeah. They, You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So they don't necessarily, <clears throat> you know, they don't necessarily show that on the outside. They will give me emotion all the time. But at the same time, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as an adult, that's not something you want to, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You want to continue to just go through our life and just be stone cold, stone faced. Oh, yeah. Especially as, as, as men, and these boys need to be taught <clears throat> out here, man. Show your feelings. It's okay to cry. Mm-hmm. It's okay to get, get that shit out because at the end of the day, it's only going to make you a better person. Yeah. You don't have to feel like <clears throat> less of a man because you cry about something. You're actually more of a man if you cry about something than a man who won't cry about his emotions because yeah. he's felt, he, you know what I'm saying? Because he doesn't feel safe to let that out. He doesn't feel he's in a safe space. He doesn't have a safe place. He, he doesn't have a safe environment to let those things out. Yeah, yeah. So thank you. Thank you all for, for answering that for me, man. Um, I'll give, uh, one, one thing you piggyback off of, huh? Especially, I'm a, I'm a big crying. I'm a, I can't watch anything having to do with the father. So maybe it's, it doesn't even have to be part anything emotional with the family. Mm-hmm. I'll watch it. I'll, I'll start crying. He like it, it, it hits me because at the time when my dad had died, I had a job. I was working at a supermarket. I had a real good job. I was a My dad worked all every day of his life. He's a hard, I got all that from my dad. Once my dad died, I got my own apartment. I had that was that was a good blackout for like seven years. Mm-hmm. Under people, but besides that, when my dad died. That night, he died in front of me and my mom and my other brother. My other brother was there. So that was, as a young kid, at the age of 18, mm-hmm. I saw my pops take his last breath. At the time, I, I looked at my mom, I think I, I thought that was kind of messed up. I didn't want that, but if my dad wanted me there, and then it was work, you know, I would do that for him. Mm-hmm. I, would say, I would do it for my son. But long story short, I went to work the next day. I never took a zebra jacket to my work. I worked the next year. I didn't, I didn't take no, I was like, because dad just died. I don't know, I'm doing what you, I think you want me to just go to work. Mm-hmm. Get paid. You still gotta be a man. You know, those people just still gotta be a man. That's what he was talking about. I thought I was doing the best thing. That's what really just. But see, that's that's and that's what I mean. That's the things that we're taught. We're taught to internalize things. It's not something we naturally naturally develop because you do everything you're taught. Yeah. You you how you raise your kids is how they gonna be in this world. Exactly. So you do everything you're taught. I teach my girls let it out. If this is something you gotta, you know what I'm saying? My my even down to my 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 you know what I'm saying? My three year old. Like I teach her. You know, I try to teach her like techniques of like, you got an attitude, you you feel a certain type of way, okay, deal with it now, deal with it now. Tell me what you got to say, get what you got to get out, do what you got to do, and then once you once you put your feelings away, learn how to deal with the problem. You know what I'm saying? Learn how to deal with the problem, but let out what you need to let out right now, because it's one thing is I want you to let out what you need right now. Versus don't go into the world and do the, you know what I'm saying? Don't go into the world the and, person. you know what I'm yeah, saying? Come out at the wrong place at the wrong time. You know what I'm saying? So, the whole kind of one of those things where, it's kind of one of those things where, it's just, you know what I'm saying? It's just, yeah, no, a little rocky. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things, man, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, you, 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 yeah, you kind of, <laughs> you just kind of have to just, that's something that I think internalizing is something that's taught versus something that we, we grab later on in life. Yeah, sure. You know what I'm saying? So, um, human beings are a range of emotions. <laughs> but I say, it's okay to be emotional. Why? We are right, a right, right, That's right. Exactly. Um, let's talk about it, man. Um, I know we're kind of getting close to the, to the, to the point where we got to wrap this thing up. But um, growing up in high school, 
you know, in high school and growing up, um, we were all <coughs> separated. We were separated as far as race was. Blacks, Mex Mexican, Latinos, we cannot get along in our area. We 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 weren't a community. We were always separate. Um, it was always, you know, blacks, and Latinos in one area of my high school. And the crazy part is, is what was the high school? I grew, I went to the Kennedy High School in Anaheim. But the thing is, is I didn't fit in anywhere. I was one of those guys where I could hang out with anybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I could hang out with anybody. And I was cool with everybody. Mm -hmm. um, so I didn't understand the difference between why we couldn't do, because again, I didn't fit in. I didn't fit in with hanging out with just black people. I didn't fit in with just hanging out with, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Oh, right, right, right. I, I, I was cool with everybody. You dig what I'm saying? I was, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was that kind of guy. I was cool with everybody. But why is it that you feel, you know what I'm saying? Or if you even don't feel that way, why, why do you believe that as a community, I feel like we're <clears throat> so much closer than what society tells we are part in? You know what I'm saying? I'll start with you. Well, you, um, meaning both are race. Right, right. It's just the fact is, um, it's it just, they, they just, I'm, I'm for ever since growing up, it's always been like that, like, looked at differently. Like, just because uh, someone wants, like, say someone does something bad and then they're part of my race, it's like they think that all, all of us are like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That, oh, okay, you know, and it, it's been like that for years. And it was like that when I used to go, well, when I was in high school, uh, for I think it was only ninth grade, and then I dropped out. But anyways, night uh, went to Lacerna, and it was like, if anybody's been to jail or prison, they know that it's this is how how it is in there. This is how it was there at the school that it was segregation. There was like like there was Mexicans and and blacks together. There was whites on the other side. Mm -hmm. The Asians stood together, and literally, if you were to take a drone over the school during recess or lunch. When everybody's out in the you know field or whatever, you'll see actual groups. No, no, yeah, yeah, but, but I'm just saying though, it's just that, but yeah, but it's just the fact is to where it's like, yeah, so it's to the point where the, the way they were taught and say like their families like racist, you know, or whatever, or the way they were they were brought up, it's just they are influenced by it, so then they take it in their hands, and then it never it never leaves. If you're not if you're not taught differently. To accept all people, all race, we're all one, we're all equal, our heartbeats as one, then it's the fact that you're still, your mentality is still gonna be stupid. Like, you're, and they're gonna think you're not gonna, you're gonna be in that situation all the time where, you know, um, uh, you're gonna look at people, you know, how to discriminate on others, you know what I mean? And they're gonna be like, well, all people are like that when, no, not all of us are the same. Right, right. Just we make bad choices, just like every other race out there. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? It's just the fact is, like, like he said earlier, I never had a problem with hanging out with any race, especially being in the rap game. You, you, you mix in with a lot of race. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just the fact is, you know. Especially with the women. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you know what I mean? Me, just that I was always taught, you know, I was taught differently, not taught differently, but like. To, well, then others out there, I can't speak for others, but with me, it's where, you know, you accept everybody as one. Like I said before, it just, mm -hmm. you know, we're all human. You know, we all, we all, you know, we're all people. Right. You know, it's just that we make mistakes. It's just, you shouldn't judge those mistakes as if other people are doing it when they're really not, you know? Mm -hmm. You know, and just, 
That's you want that one looking for the whole bunch, just get him back. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I could dig that, man. I could dig that. I could dig that. Um, <clears throat> what, what, open up a window, get no racial. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, but I mean, <clears throat> I, I, I believe that's that's one important topic that, that's never really discussed. Yeah. Um, you know, and as far as, again, and I believe music <clears throat> always brings us all back together. Oh, yeah. Music is music. There's one. There's two things that bring us together in this world. And I believe is music and food. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. There's two things that bring, yeah. right, right, right. That can bring the race yeah. together. You know what I'm saying? As far as that goes. If um, I could sing, I, I would take away my rap talent. If I could sing, I would totally trade in any of. I'm, I'm a jack of all trades, master. Then I would say all that for the ability just to sing because when you can sing, mm -hmm. you can touch people's hearts. You can unite right. with that. Right. You can unite. Uh, that's just the beautiful thing that not too many people can do nowadays. I feel that way about hip hop, but I know nowadays they don't want to get deterred. Like, you know, just, they get deterred when they hear the curse. Right, right, right. Yeah, the way it, it downplays, some of the culture gets downplayed, but that's, that's the yeah. story, you know. But no, I did. At the end of the day, I mean, the, I would say the minority is the majority. So, I mean, yeah. they got to stop realizing that we're in it together. Right, yeah. Right. You know? When I first started hanging <clears> out with you, my boy Israel said something to me, and it hurt me. He said, Dad, why I only go hang out with you and Keith? I want to tell my grandma. Said, Why? Don't you go have fun? So we were pick mania or something like mm -hmm. that. He was scared because at the time he had barely had been, my son knows being a black president mm -hmm. first, <laughs> right? That's you know, <laughs> that's a trip, right? So at the time it was going on, there was a lot of Grand Taylor, there was going on with young black guys and they, our women getting killed. And he thought I was gonna get killed because I was hanging out with you, my boy, <laughs> right? But I mean, uh, that, that, that's, that's great, though. I mean, that's that's something that that again, that that is something that has to be discussed and has to be talked about. Because you might not be scared to hang out with the right, other right, right. school, right? Right. Because it's it's a scary thing, and it's a, and again, that's something that the world teaches our kids. That's why I believe that yeah. we raise our kids versus letting the world raise your kids. Exactly. Because your your kid is only taught what you teach them. Your kid exactly. is if your kid is gonna grow up racist, they're not born a racist. They were taught racism. If they were taught that, that women are meant for the kitchen, that's what they were taught. That's what they're gonna go find. That's what they're gonna go get. Oh, yeah. That's what they're gonna go. Then I'm saying that's what they, that's what they want in their life. So if this is what you teach your children, this is what they're going to have. So if you don't teach your children that all cops are bad, then teach their children your children that all cops are bad. Because not all cops are bad. Yeah, yeah especially not all yeah. cops are bad. I'm not. I, I didn't grow up hating yeah. the police. Oh, yeah. I knew growing up to watch out for them. Yeah, exactly. You dig what that's I'm saying? Too, that's and, too, and always watch yourself. Big difference. But I didn't yeah. grow up being like all police is out to kill me. I didn't believe that. I still don't believe that. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I'm saying that's because exactly it's not a job that I would do. Yeah. Hell yeah. Not. You know what I'm saying? Say that same one with bricks in the house. Exactly. Who you calling? Who you calling? So someone went in the house and. And if exactly. and if you're closed minded and you're limited to teaching your kid, you're gonna go look somewhere else and, oh, absolutely. and, and you're gonna yeah. yeah. like So you can't so you can't be mad at that right, because right. it'll be your own right. fault if you don't not teach your exactly. kids the right way. I appreciate y'all, man. I, I appreciate you. Um two more questions, man. Um when did you fall in love with hip hop, man? Uh, around the time I met this dude. Yeah. Yeah, back in the Planet Asia, Planet Asia days. Shout out Planet Asia. Like I said, Chino Excel. Mm -hmm. This was when Who he. Had, this is when he had his forty fives. Who else? This is Ooh, at this the time. This is at the time. This at the time. And his techniques. I'm. I'm not saying that he doesn't like it now, but you know, uh, this was back in like the Project Bloody days. This was Lamert Park every Thursdays. 
going to ciphering type part. Oh, uh, oh yeah, he's in the back. If, if you guys uh, look at the back cover, you can see. Seven. Like, <laughs> you can see a seven foot, <laughs> seven foot ass in the back. Sally tall. Yeah, but yeah. So so I would say about that was that, that was like what what uh two thousand nineteen ninety nine two thousand. Late late nineties, so so that's when I got into it. And like I said before, it just that um that's when I was I, I'm passionate about hip hop still. But I met you, you was bumping the ground. But 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 I was huh. I was really passionate back in the days about hip hop. Like I said, it was to where like when he would teach me and he would show me like like you know what I mean, new artists that come out. It's just true when I learned that he wouldn't if it's worth saving in his playlist mm -hmm. and his phone, then it's worth listening to. You know what I mean? Also, at the end of the day, take two minutes out of your day to hear something. Yeah. And then if you don't like it, and you just make call, oh, do you get it? No, it didn't take much of me two seconds out of my day to hear your stuff. The worst you can say is, ah. Right. Yeah, it's good today. He's got a fan. I mean, right, right, right. It's it's not hard to listen to music. Sometimes the journey is what other people say. But what did you fall in love with hip hop? When 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 I was younger, I was always about to speak in common. Right. Right. Um, throw some brown sugar and maybe you need apple Anyway, um, okay. well, I honestly, I actually had to think about the first moment. Ah, oh, man, this is crazy. My, um, my dad, time when we had a swap, we used to go, um, my dad bought me a little mini boom box, double tape deck one. Mm -hmm. And it was just in the air when they got rid of the shiny knobs on, it's pretend like, uh, Sony. It was on it, but I had no tapes, right? My mom, my mom was against me listening to anything hip hop, she hated it. My mom was full of Karen before Karen was found back in the day. <laughs> Those back in the middle of the yeah, uh, yeah, acre yeah, blue. Yeah, yeah. Now nah, he was the one. He was the one be rocking the the Target uh, Uncle jeans, the the rollerblade jeans. Pull the Karen. They put the fucking sugar on it and then it burned out. I was like, I was so mad. Like, a young kid, you know, like, and next week, my dad went and fought me. He came home. I went home. He came home. He went in my room. He was another tape with this one. He was there in my room. That's cool. That's cool, man. Well, um, last question, man. Three. Okay, so you got one one show to put on. Absolutely. You only got one show. You got three artists. Dead or alive, you can bring anybody back. Who's your three artists? Russ, Logic, and the old Chino Excel. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. 
It's opinion of mine. He came for so long, he just go whack. I don't know what it is. I mean, he probably murdered me or whatever. I mean, I got on my way. I don't know. I had to be. You know which mic I'm going with? What? We're going with Remember the Time. Dead or Alive? Remember the Time, Michael? Biggie. And if I had to throw a curveball in it, the curveball was new without to be. Oh, nice. yeah. 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 Hell of a concert right there. You got three different kind of, uh, three different kind of audiences there. Damn, what happened to your J. Cole? <laughs> I was waiting for J. Cole. I was waiting for J. Cole. I'm not going to have a guy that can kill me on my own show, man. <laughs> I'm going to watch him. <laughs> well, thank y'all for joining me oh, today, man. <laughs> mine? I, I thought I gave you mine. I, I said, um, okay, so mine. I might home. have I might have three different genres here too. I'm gonna have Queen. Okay. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have Pac, and and I'm gonna have Wayne. Those are my three. Who I'm which Wayne though? Early like say Weezy all day. Are you, are you talking about Cash Money? Hot hot boys. Weezy. Okay. Okay. Well, thank y'all for joining me today, man. <clears throat> thank you to my 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 guests that came on. Ray, always a pleasure. Thoughts, Phil, aka Philly Bunch, man. Appreciate y'all, man, for coming through. Love your brothers, man. Again, man, appreciate y'all. Thank you for joining me today.